this is Tasha Rollins from the Autism in Action podcast, and today you're listening to the Moments of Grace podcast with Dr. A. Jerome Butler. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and welcome to A Moment of Grace. So happy to have you here with us. You know, if you're like I am, you've done two things. In fact, I'm going to tell you a little funny story. I had um, one of the the mothers of the church I used to pastor, and I love calling calling these little old ladies. They're just as sweet as they can be. And she was telling me, she said, well, pastor, the only thing I've been doing here at Kovic is I've been eating and sleeping. And, and 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 she went even further and said, and my little dog is doing the same thing I'm doing. He don't even get up till 11. So, so, so I think that's become the routine with most of us with everything that's going on. But the reality is, dear hearts, we still have to take care of ourselves because whether you are infected with COVID, you need to be in, in good health, in a good, healthy place. At the same time, if you don't get affected with COVID, putting a lot of weight on, and having unhealthy lifestyles will do nothing but harm you in the long run. So we still have to go walking. I think walking is good. Uh, we have a little gym upstairs, so we still have to do a little little exercises, uh, a little ab workout. Um, I know, I know, I know the Bridgingtons. I know, I got it. <laughs> Tiger King, I got it. I know Netflix has went up because all of us have been watching these things and they, they, they have just captured our attention, but we've got to get off the couch, dear hearts. And I have some uh, dynamic ladies with us today that are going to help us. We, we're, our panel today is just phenomenal. They are phenomenal in, in health. They're phenomenal in entertainment and in, in feeling good, making you feel good and just allowing us to explore a different way of living. Uh, My first guest is a certified optimal health coach, Dr. Janae Bishop. And uh, my other guest is Ariel Marin, who is a singer extraordinaire. Uh, We've had her on the show before. In fact, both of them have been contributors on the show before, but Ariel is a vegan chef. And I tell you, when you see her cook, you, you want to try and, and, and duplicate what she did. I've tried some of her stuff and my stuff don't come out right. So I can't, <laughs> so she's going to, she's going to tell us, uh, she's going to share the benefits as well as Dr. Uh, Bishop sharing the benefits of kind of healthy living. So Dr. Bishop, we'll let you go first. Would you introduce yourself to Moments of Grace audience? Oh, awesome. Well, thank you. Giving honor to God. I feel so privileged to be here today. I'm excited about learning about what Ariel does as well. But thank you so much, Dr. Butler. Um, I am Dr. Janae Bishop, a certified optimal health coach. And uh, in 2016, I lost the love of my life, my husband of 28 years. He passed away of a heart attack in his sleep. And that was at a point in our lives where he was in school administration, I was in school administration. Uh, We were just about to have an empty nest with our sons. And we were looking forward to things changing and things improving, everything that we've been preparing for. But he died of a heart attack at 52 in his sleep the last week of school. And so that positioned me to realize that I was at a stage in my life where everything had been planned out to that point. 
but I had to make a change. And so I decided to not only relocate from Georgia, but um, I transitioned out of education as a school principal. And I moved to South Carolina to be closer to family and friends. And there I launched my company, Boots to Breakthrough. And the focus of Boots to Breakthrough is to teach people resilience and well being through self care. And the self care is itemized through the eight dimensions of wellness, which is based on research done in 1976 by the National Wellness Institute. And what they were researching at that time was, what do people need to do to live a holistic life, to live the best life possible? And so what they determined at that time, uh, which is what I wrote about a little bit in my first book, How Much Joy Is In Your Journey, I wrote about five of those dimensions as it related to educators and leaders. But what they wrote about and what I talk about now and help people to see is that those eight dimensions are key to helping us live a holistic life. So those eight dimensions include the following, our spiritual wellness, our physical wellness, our emotional wellness, our environmental wellness, our social wellness, which deals with personal relationships and professional relationships, our intellectual wellness, which deals with continued learning, lifelong learning. And I hope to learn some more tonight about veganism uh, from Ariel. And then also um, occupational wellness. Are you working in a space that really lights you up? And I often tell people to let their nine to five pave the way for their five to nine. And in so doing, your five to nine might then become your nine to five. And it's all about creating joy in your life. And then the eighth dimension of wellness is financial wellness. You know, we're all striving to be able to live life fully. So what does that take uh, financially to be able to achieve and accomplish? So my goal is to be able to impart in everyone that here in the United States, we two thirds of Americans are either considered to be overweight or obese, according to the body mass index. And I don't know if your audience knows this, but I know uh, you and I have talked about this, Dr. Butler, that being overweight or obese contributes to at least 14 different cancers. And it definitely can um, contributes in an inordinate amount to heart disease, diabetes, high cholesterol, um, and, and that runs in my family. So I have, I'm on a personal mission to help everyone to realize it's never too late to recreate their lives and to do so in such a way where they manage their weight first, eat well, create a healthy lifestyle, so that not only are we living longer, but we're living better. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Dr. Bishop. And, and we're going to come back and we're going to hit hit some more of those those eight uh, principles that you hit us with. But we also have Ariel Marin with us, who is our vegan chef, as well as uh, uh, Ariel is is a, is a world renowned singer as well and uh, an artist. And so just, um, um, you know, everything on, on the left side of the brain, Ariel has covered and she's doing everything <laughs> on the right side of the brain to make sure that we, we stay healthy. So welcome Ariel to Moments of Grace also. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Would you introduce yourself, please? Sure. Uh, my name is Ariel Marin and <laughs> I'm all of those things, uh, singer, songwriter, producer, vegan chef, uh, motivational speaker, and uh, health advocate, big time. And I think that about, oh, artists, <laughs> color, color coordinator extraordinaire. <laughs> I agree, I agree. You Beautiful. Are, you always Thank have, you. Um, very, very, uh, uh, you know, your your array of colors uh, just seems joyful. And, and I think the 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 other piece, uh, I know we're here talking about health and, and wellness, 
and you're here talking about cooking and and Dr. Bishop, and I'll, I'll throw one or two little things, and this is my one little thing is the winner also, is that um, psychology shows that um, colors bring about moods as well. And Absolutely. so, um, you know, you'll feel like a tough guy if you got black on. You know, you put on blue, you feel more passionate. You put on red, uh, red brings about passion, uh, you know, and blue is another, uh, another color, another derivative of red. So um, you really use color in, in, in a lot that you do and also in, in your cooking. Um, so share with us your journey because you kind of got on the same journey and I've, uh, I've talked with Dr. Bishop and she got on her journey because of losing her, her loved one, her husband. Yeah. But you also got on this journey primarily by losing a, a loved one also, you know, because yeah. of the relationship. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was in the midst of a, a really toxic divorce, still living under the same roof. I was 85 pounds heavier. And I looked in the mirror one day and just said, I do not want to live but that would be really selfish for my kids <laughs> all in one thought. And that was the moment where I turned everything around. I just thought I have to change things drastically. And so I only had about $10 left to my name. I went on eBay and ordered a workout video <laughs> and, and then I changed my eating habits. And uh, in that process, I learned a wealth of knowledge. I've lost over 85 pounds Pretty on my own awesome. in the midst of every battle that could have been thrown at me. Right. Um, and uh, I have just developed this passion for sharing what I know with people. I'm on a personal mission to help as many families as possible. Uh, live a healthy lifestyle and realize that being healthy does not mean eating food that is tasteless. That's a huge misperception. Right. Uh, but you can change little things about what you're doing and make an immense impact on your life and the health of your family and friends. And uh, I also learned in that process that one in four people, the last time I checked, one in four people are dying of uh heart disease and that is completely food related 100 percent food related and so i mean most of us have you know four or more people in our household it's a staggering number it's probably up to three so it's so important to get this knowledge out and um and on that note thank you for having us because this this is one of the ways that we can do it that's right. Well, you know, I want to thank both both of you ladies, because after having having you all on, you know, I've even changed my own diet. Um, we I'm still Ariel. Don't slap my hand. Still. Eating <laughs> but we have we, we've made a conscious decision, you know, of, of three to four days a week. We don't eat eat any meat. And one day we just do raw. So we nice. so your you guys. Uh, not, I, I pray that you guys are impacting our audience, but look, guys, if you guys don't get it, I get it. So, so we've, we've had the benefit of having both of you all on and, and your knowledge, you know, knowledge is power. And, and that's the one thing that we have to do. We have to increase in our, in what we know, the things that we, we, we think we know that are killing us, such as, you know, uh, the fast food and all this other stuff that we, we do, 
Yeah. Uh, we have high blood pressure. We got stress. We have all of these things. And a lot of it is is contributed to to what we put in our mouths. The other side of it is, and I, as you're listening to me, I want, I want you all to understand this. The other side with me, I'm a big guy. I'm going to get smaller, <laughs> but <laughs> at, at the same time, um, you have to feel good about yourself. Uh, every morsel of food that I put in my mouth, nobody forced it there. And so I, I own, you have to own who you are. But at the same time, part of your change is owning that you do need to change. And so that's that's what we need to do as well. Uh, Dr. Bishop, as you were talking about those eight principles, um, it goes a little bit farther than than the hierarchy of needs, as I remember in my psychology classes. So um, as we look at the those eight principles that you shared with us, what are some subtle ways that we can start to make those changes? Because that's the biggest problem that people have. Uh, Dr. Bishop Monero, you can you can help with this as well after she gets through. Because like I said, for me, I just made a decision. You know, when I stopped smoking, I stopped smoking. When I stopped drinking, I stopped drinking. I just made the decision I was going to do that. I made the decision. I'm just taking that three or four weeks off of meat and prayerfully, it will be a lifestyle change. So how do we get, how do we gradually go into this, Dr. Bishop? And, and Ariel, the same question to you as well after her. Oh my, thank you for that. And I also want to say, Dr. Butler, when you mentioned knowledge is uh, power, that really resonated with me. And, um, you know, over the years and through the experiences that I've had in the most recent years, um, I've even refined that phrase a little bit further that knowledge is power, but application of knowledge is transformation. Right. And you really reiterated that when you mentioned just now about stopping smoking. You know, while you were smoking, you probably realized the impact it was having. But the more you learned and then you applied the knowledge you were learning and you were able to cease smoking. And so kudos to you for making that transformational change in your own life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm yes. trying to pat myself on my back. I'm, my shoulder's hurting right now. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Watch well, your elbow. Ear there you go. <laughs> Oh my, well, well, to answer your question in terms of um, how do people apply those eight principles. And so oftentimes I talk about, okay, so these are the eight principles or eight dimensions of wellness, but I really do believe that people can transform in their lives when they take those principles and change them into self-care habits. So that goes back to having the power of the knowledge, which is being familiar with the principles and then applying it in a way that's self-care. So I'll use myself as an example as I outline those eight principles real quickly. So when you look, and, and these eight principles, I want to encourage everyone to realize that you don't have to do one at a time. In fact, the research shows that these principles are all interconnected. You know, sometimes in our life, one thing may surface to the top quicker than others, but they're all really interconnected. And I'll try and convey that as an example as well. So in spiritual wellness, when I was going through transforming and redesigning my own life to this new stage of being a widow, and recently I got engaged, so now I'm a fiance with, oh yes, thank you, uh, fine gentleman, uh, Vernon Nesbitt. <laughs> But the spiritual wellness, I had to incorporate a morning routine. And the research supports that people who are success oriented have a routine that they're right. following. So that was part of my transformation, my transformation process rather. And so with spiritual wellness, for me, it's waking up in the morning, 
having prayer time. I spend moments in my daily word devotion. And then I also spend five to 10 minutes in some form of guided meditation, whether it's a meditation of affirmation, a meditation right. of gratitude, that really helps to center me. So that is a self-care um, opportunity that helps people to get to where they need for health and well-being. In terms of physical wellness, of course, people think, oh yeah, well maybe that means going out to the exactly. gym, and it may, but now we're living in a period of COVID, That's so right. that might not be an option. So physical wellness can be both what we eat and how that contributes to our overall wellness. Say that again, well Bishop. Say that again, oh, Dr. Dr. Bishop. It could be, say it again. We want to, I want to hit that again because uh -huh. again, you, you made a very powerful point that we all think that it just means working out. And I had to change that dynamic myself and, and having to kind of change some of my friends dynamic that, you know, it isn't just working out. There's also power in food. Yes. Yes, food is a natural medicine. Mm. It's a natural medicine. And and really there's research out there that shows exercising uh, really isn't the most efficient way to lose weight. Um, really the most efficient way to lose weight is by what you're eating. You know, mm. our food is medicine and that contributes to our longevity. And also the research shows if someone needs to lose more than 20 pounds or so, um, it's really more ideal that they don't go to a boot camp or some type of rigorous training, but that they lose some of the weight first. Why? Because all of that weight is not only pressure on your heart, but on your um, ankles, your knees, your hips, your joints. And so you could actually injure yourself by overindulging yourself in exercise before actually losing the weight. So for me, um, the spiritual wellness is the meditation. Some people do yoga. Um, other people resort to just pray. Oh, yoga. We have a yoga. <laughs> yoga. That is one of my goals in 2021 to go ahead and incorporate that into my life. And then, of course, physical wellness is what we eat as well as having proper motion. Guess what? I want your audience to know that really doctors say that in order to maintain your health and well-being, it really only takes 30 minutes of some type of right. cardio a day. Right. So that's walking 30 minutes where you have a pretty good respiration going. Once you've lost the weight, of course, it is really what's needed. Now, of course, you can do some push-ups, uh, working out with weights in order to define your muscles. But what's really important, you know, is getting that heart moving. You know, when Ariel mentioned earlier about uh, one in four people uh, yeah. succumbing to heart disease, you know, that is true. And a lot That's of right. it has to deal with our diet. You know, many of us in my family, it has happened as well. Uh, people have felt, oh, you know what? I'm destined to have that. It's in my family. And guess what? You really can turn things around. You're That's not genetically supposed to be a certain way. Ariel, what were you going to say on that? Oh, I was saying, yes, you can. You can turn it all around if you so choose. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. And so the emotional wellness. Now, guess what? If you wake up in the morning, you're praying or you're doing yoga or you're doing guided meditation, and then you have some type of physical wellness that you're doing, what you know, it's what you're eating as well as some form of activity that contributes to your emotional wellness. When people are not feeling well and maybe they're overweight or maybe they are immobile, that affects them psychologically as well. You know, we live in a very visual society yes. Yes. and it's important for us not necessarily, you know, to, to look good for others. You know, we want to look good for ourselves, but 
that's the nature of the world that we live in. That's and so right. it's important for you to do what's right for you, to feel good for you, and everything else will take care of itself. The environmental wellness in my house, when I wake up each morning, I, I um, immediately have my uh, um, essential oil diffuser, and I have a mixture of um, peppermint oil and orange citrus, and I need to surround myself with low lighting, the aroma, and all of those things help you psychologically, going back to the emotional wellness. That's right. And it's about creating that environment that nurtures the best side of you. Um, I have not started actually recycling. That's probably something good that I should do you know, for the planet that we live in. But the research does talk about how our emotional wellness should also reach outside of our homes right. into the communities that we live in. Then when you, when you look at social wellness, which deals with relationships, you know, um, you know, Ariel mentioned her life transition as a result of uh, getting divorced and redesigning and rebuilding her life. I walked a similar path when I became suddenly widowed and I'm meeting more and more women, um, particularly uh, women who may be now empty nests and suddenly their lifestyle has changed or they're suddenly single or they're suddenly married. And so it's so important from a social wellness standpoint that you look at what is it that lights you up? Because guess what? People who are in our lives are in our lives for a reason, That's for right. a season, mm -hmm. and maybe just to fulfill a purpose. But so often we go through life feeling that sometimes individuals are in our lives for a lifetime, and that may not be what the divine had expected for us. So it's important for us to look at those professional relationships and whether those relationships help us to create the life that we want and those personal relationships and whether or not those relationships help us to grow as a person. Um, I remember I remember hearing someone speak, I don't know if it was Jack Canfield or Brian Tracy, um, who also said from a personal and professional development standpoint, if you're, you are the um, sum total or the sum average of the five people you hang around of the course. most. Mm -hmm. And if you're the smartest person in the room, then you need probably to need to evolve right. into a whole nother group as well. <laughs> That's right. It's all about continuing to grow. That's so right. for myself, even though I'm a veteran army officer, I was a school counselor, I was a school principal, I hang around people like Ariel who are in the health and wellness sphere because it is so amazing to learn all of these new things and techniques that help me not only to live my best life, but to support the people um, who I serve as well. And so the intellectual wellness, so just look at that. Here yes. you are surrounding yourself with people in your professional and personal life. You're learning as you're going. That's supporting your intellectual wellness. But you asked Dr. Butler, so what is it that someone can do? I encourage people, you know, maybe now we do it less than we have in the past, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of being out and about, but I encourage people when you're in your car, your car should be your personal development space. When I'm cleaning the house or doing things in my environment, mm -hmm. I'm listening to some type of personal development on my Audible. I'm in my car, I'm listening to people that I follow on my YouTube. We should be, especially when we're in the service industry and all three of us serve others to create a better version of themselves, we should constantly be learning. And then, you know, next to the last, so the let me let me, uh, let me jump in on that. Oh, awesome. yeah. Let me jump in on that. So uh, to my listeners, to my listeners, hear me closely. Um, there's a lot of stuff on social media that is detrimental to absolutely your health, yeah to your mental yeah. health absolutely um, there's a lot of things on television and and we talked about Netflix earlier teasing with you guys but also you you know um, the provocateurs of news and things of this nature 
we've got to step away from the, those things. Um, I know we enjoy them and, the, and it can really get in your spirit, but the Bible tells us it's not what defiles us that goes in, but what defiles us when it comes out. And so if you continue to put garbage in, eventually that's what's going to come out. You can be the sweetest person in the world, but if you are constantly receiving false and bad information, stuff that tears your spirit down and tears other spirit down, eventually that's what's going to happen. That's what you're going to give back. And so your emotional wellness is, is, it, 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 it's just step away from social media a little bit. Right. We, we as we as a country, and I don't care what your political sphere is, it really doesn't matter. But, you know, we as a nation, we as people um, have gotten away from the honest love and our better selves with one another. Keep in mind, love doesn't mean a thing until we give it away. And so we realistically, we realistically have got to get back to a point where we love one another again. We love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Right. Um, you know, when when Ariel is, is cooking, and, and, and I want to pull you in on this, Ariel. When sure. she's cooking, she's using music. She's using the color. She's using, using all of that. And, you know, uh, like I said, um, looking at all the other stuff on social media, I ran across, that's how I ran across your stuff was I was in another site because we also do investments and, and all this other stuff. And, and they, they let you put, put the, your show on their group. And mm-hmm. that's how I found you. And it, it was like, I don't have too much to do with the group any longer, but our relationship, you know, with you has, has, has spurred on because of the lifestyle, the cooking and all. So, yeah. so I, 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 so I gravitate the same question to you. I did with Dr. Bishop. We're going to come back Dr. Bishop to you. Um, how, how do people get into um, get into the vegan lifestyle? We, we know what we know what transpired for you, but now you have uh, seven eight hundred uh, viewers that, a week that are coming in and watching you cook. And so, uh, you know, I, I see some of the posts and they're talking about how good yeah. it looks and how can I do that and all this other stuff. And like I said, I'm mad at you because. The last little vegan stuff <laughs> I did, it, it didn't look like yours. So. We're going to take a small break. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and we'll be back with Moments of Grace. We're talking with Dr. Janae Bishop and Ariel Marin. And when Ariel, when we come back, Ariel's going to share with us how to get into vegan cooking. Stay tuned with Moments of Grace. We'll be right back. So happy to have you back with us. We are going to talk with Ariel Marin, and she's going to share with us how to make some of that vegan cooking even better than what I've tried to do. So she's going to share it with us. So we're happy that you're back with us. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and we're back. <laughs> That's funny. 
Yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm up to on average about 1,200 people are tuning in. That's awesome. Now that this, is awesome. Uh, That's little awesome. show I started in my kitchen in in March on a whim, just bringing people into into my space, um, and. Uh, my number one piece of advice would be to just start. Make a decision that you want to do something. So if you want to transition into being vegan, make a decision to start and then commit to it. So I would challenge you to try being vegan for two weeks. And if you need help with recipes, you can tune into my show. You can jump onto Pinterest. There's so many resources. YouTube now, you can, you can, almost have your own master's program, <laughs> right. you know, just studying on YouTube. So you have so many resources, uh, just start and make a commitment to yourself and then figure out what your reason is, find your why and let it be something great. So a lot of people want to transition into veganism for health, right. but why? Is it, is it someone in your family that you want to be there for? What is that thing that's going to motivate you to keep going on the days that are the hardest? Right. That is your why. Right. So that would be my big advice on transitioning to, to uh, becoming vegan. And if you're having trouble getting off of meat, even just reducing meat to two days a week mm -hmm. can reduce your chance of getting disease by 70%. Wow. So it's huge, it's yeah. huge. Let that be a reason. Right. <laughs> and um, my other piece of advice with that is your body is the temple of God. And I say this all the time, but you want to think of how in the desert when uh, or in Israel, when the temple was built, yes. what did the people of the town bring to decorate or to adorn the temple? Right. They brought silver, they brought gold, they brought the jewels. That's right. They brought the best of the best into that temple. And it should be the exact same thing when you're talking about food. Food, the best of the best, should only be what you put in your mouth. Why put trash That's or right. something processed That's right. into your mouth? when you have access to the jewels of food. Mm. And what I mean by that is, is foods in their actual state, foods that are whole. An apple should look like an apple. Right. You can cut it up, right. but it should look like an apple, you know, uh, or uh, a piece of fish should look like a piece of fish. Whatever it is you're consuming should actually look like that item. Shouldn't be come, come in a box dehydrated. Unless you're an astronaut, there's no need for that, right? <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> but it should look as is and the fresher you can get it if you can get it off of a farm if you can grow uh fruits or veggies in your backyard do that because the level of flavor from a garden vegetable versus what you can get in a yes. store is night and day and the other beautiful part about that is the higher quality of foods you're putting in your body not only are they disease preventative right? If you're putting really high quality, high nutrition, high fiber foods into your body. Uh, but you will feel amazing. You're going to wake up feeling better. So you're going to wake up more productive. And you know, what, what happens if you feel amazing, you're going to also bring that energy to other people and it helps in every aspect of your life. And, um, and then also the quality of food, and your level of enjoyment with your meals goes up. And think about how much you eat during the day. Right. So if you've elevated your 
dining experience. I mean, that's that's like a third of life right there, there right? Right, right, you're right. <laughs> so it makes a huge difference with quality of life. I tell people, one thing I've learned from asking a lot of uh, seasoned folks, you know, the uh, the gray, you know, wisdom, wisdom filled minds, uh, what would you recommend to me as a young person uh, to have a high quality of life? And they all gave me the same answer. They said, the company you keep, right? You want to keep incredible people around you. Right, right. Uh, of course, God first. And eat amazing food. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> it's that simple. That is my advice. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, we're going to take a, a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we want to continue our panel discussion with Dr. Bishop who uh, is a certified optimum health coach and our celebrity vegan chef, Ms. Ariel Marin, will be right back after <laughs> these messages. Stand by. And we're back. And so we're, we're talking about your health. We, we're, we're having this wonderful discussion. And Dr. Bishop and, and Ariel have made, has made, given us some truths. Um, your health is not just what you eat. Your, your health is not just what you wear or it's a holistic. Um, I'm, I'm part of the, the mindset. Um, when Carl Jung first talking, start talking about the gestalt and it's something about that I gravitated to that we are, we are, uh, an amalgam of everything we've come in contact, everyone we come in contact, everything we eat, everything we have consumed in our lives, consciously or unconsciously, right. we are it. And so um, the, the truth is, dear hearts, even for, for myself and, and, and for those people that know me, know I, I love people dearly. I love almost to a point of hurting. Um, I've had to make some changes. I've had some people in my life, I hate to say, I've had to change our dynamics where I would call them once a month. And then my wife would kind of give me that look, uh, Ariel and, and Dr. Bishop, like, okay, you're always calling these people. When do they call you? You know, and, and above, you know, something went off about a year and a half ago. And I said, you know, the people that really love you, the people that really care about you, think about you also. Everybody can't be so important to you that all you do is give out. But that's that's my spirit. That's my heart. That's who I am. So what I've done is not that I have cut these people off. I've done a shift. Those mm -hmm. people that can respect and love my presence, that can pick up the phone every now and then and say, Dr. Butler, how are you doing? Um, right. Unfortunately, in... November, I just lost uh, one of those great companions. He and I talked, you know, uh, a couple of times a week and I really, really miss his voice. There's a void right now because I miss his voice. But at the same time, um, through this show, through what we're doing, God has added other people, either through Messenger or Facebook or, or whatever. But we have new voices now that are filling voids. And so uh, your health, and that's what we're talking about. Your health, dear heart. If we're going to get through this, we've got to do it healthy. We've got mm -hmm. to, you know, we, we got to um, 
you know, we can call high blood pressure demonic all we want. But if we be honest, high blood pressure is my food I eat. <laughs> it's, that, it's that pig <laughs> that I enjoy, is. that bacon, <laughs> that bacon I enjoy. So, so realistically, <laughs> tell you there you go. Exactly. <laughs> I had a, I had a preacher one time that said, uh, uh, that Krispy Kreme was a demon. It is hard had, riding by Krispy Kreme, but now Ariel as a chef, um, yeah. share with us some, um, some tips, because again, I see you, you flavoring up everything and you eating it. It's like, you're like, mm, you almost make us just want to jump through the <laughs> screen and, and sit down and have a meal with you. So <laughs> what are some seasonings that you use that will not elevate our pressure or uh, sugar levels and these things? So what are some of the, the herbs and, and spices and things that you use to uh, season your food? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I'm really intentional with what I season my food with, not just for flavor purposes, but for health purposes. So there are certain foods that are really important to have because they are anti-inflammatory. Okay. And that is a huge issue among, especially black people yeah. being inflamed all the time, being diabetic, having swollen joints, having arthritis, having that pain. And so if you eat foods that counter that daily, it will change your whole body. It, sh it will shift mm -hmm. right. <laughs> things for you. So uh, ginger is something I always have okay. uh, in my cabinet and my fridge. I, I get this these large softball size or uh, softball mitt okay. sized uh, ginger. Um, garlic is something I have. Um, cayenne is something I keep, okay. um, mm -hmm. or hot chili oil, because the capsaicin is so important for um, your blood flow. It okay. is a heart attack preventative. It is something um, that people should be eating constantly, especially, um, and if you can't take the heat of it in the seasoning of the food, you can also get a supplement, okay. uh, cayenne Give me supplement. that one again, you say cayenne oil? Cayenne okay. Uh -huh, okay. is something that I eat. Um, olive oil also. Uh, because it keeps the blood flowing nicely through uh, your veins. You want to avoid high cholesterol foods because that is part of the problem with people dying early, right. is if you're eating heavy meats that are covered in fats, that cholesterol coats uh, your veins. It coats your veins. And you want to think of your veins like pipes, right? Mm -hmm. And if it's, if it's clogged, right, if your arteries are clogged, with cholesterol, your right. blood cannot flow through them effectively. And that's, that's right. a huge problem. Huge problem, especially in the black community, right? right? <laughs> so talk about Krispy Kreme being the, being the <laughs> devil or being a demon. Cholesterol, right? It's in there. Um, all right, so uh, olive oil, um, I keep uh, teas constantly okay. in my cabinet. So I drink something called bergamot, and that is really good. Um, for uh, metabolism, it is, uh, the body does something called autophagy. So if you, and I wanna touch deeper on that, um, uh, your body, if you allow your body to fast for 16 to 18 hours ever so often, <laughs> ideally for an adult, you should do this daily. Um, but I do something called intermittent fasting and I usually eat around between two and seven daily. 
and it has changed my whole body and metabolism because I have a slow metabolism. Uh, so autophagy, what that is, is the uh, your body will clear out, just like a vacuum, it will clear out all of the bad cells in your body and can actually regenerate mm. good cells. Okay. So you can actually um, eat yourself to health or, or fast yourself into health. It's right. something they do at hospitals all the time when people get sick, but you shouldn't have to wait wow. until that point. Right, right. Um, and um, so intermittent fasting, I know it's not a seasoning, but it's a seasoning in my life that That's I use daily. <laughs> <laughs> to maintain a healthy body and I highly recommend that for adults especially you should be intermittent fasting on a certain level daily and if you want to do an extreme fast like a water fast I'd recommend doing that every three months or if you can if you want to go full hardcore uh, once a month water fast try doing it for two days or even one day I did two days it was brutal Okay. But it also tucked the middle of my waist. So. I got you. <laughs> I got you. And so, so um, you know, the the and, and these are some I'm writing I'm writing this stuff down. I can't wait to uh, make my food look like yours. Awesome. And uh, and get into. So you said as far as the fasting, is fasting yep. sixteen hours a day. I would recommend uh, at least 16 hours a day. The good part is you get most of it in while you're sleeping. Right. So I skip breakfast. I usually start eating around lunchtime and mostly now I'm, I'm down to dinner time. And what that does is it allows your body to heal and regenerate. Hmm. So most of the time, if we're eating, 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 or even with exercising, if you're just constantly working your body, your body doesn't have time to rest and heal and regenerate those cells. And you're breaking down your cells, your, your muscles, your arteries, your system when you're eating, especially if you're eating meat, because right. I'm just gonna be honest, it's like taking sandpaper and just rubbing your intestines with it. Yeah. So that's the reason why you get uh, bloated when you eat meat and it's really tough for your system. It takes days to process. So if you allow your body the time to rest, it heals itself like it's supposed to. Our bodies are actually pre-programmed to be healthy. That's right. So, That's right. Yeah. so if we treat them right, then they will do just that. You're right. You know, also, you know, and, and, and we're getting ready to the end, Dr. Bishop, and I'm going to ask you the last no. question. Um, <laughs> as you were talking, Ariel, if we take a look at even from the um, theological standpoint, before man's sin, um, what we ate was herbs. You know, we ate everything from, you know, from the garden. Um, and they lived, you know, we, we know Methuselah lived, you know, 900 and change, you know, <laughs> they lived a long, long time. Um, right. There's, um, and I truly, truly feel that, um, um, you know, and what we eat will also create this this wholeness and longevity in, in our lives. Um, unfortunately, uh, it is reconditioning because as Dr. Bishop has said, and she and I have had this conversation many a time, um, in uh, in our culture, um, and we're and I'm talking about the African American culture. I know we have people in Ireland and and Israel and all over the world that are listening, but I'm just saying right now specifically to the African American culture, um, you know, slaves were breeded to be larger, 
to to work harder so so there's <clears throat> there's that genetic coding that's there but at the same time adding that mm-hmm. along with um you know as a young man i came up and played football um played basketball so you know being taller being faster and everything else um worked to my advantage in that season uh, when i was in the military and dr bishop you'll know that worked you know to to our advantage to uh, be a certain size to move quickly in these things um i'm knocking on 60. i've got bad knees and all of this stuff that i've done in my past now has uh different connotations and so now it it must be a change it has to be a change we can't continue to do what we did we can't even use the excuse about genetics we have too many people like ariel like she said there's there's tons of information out there we've got certified optimist health coaches like dr bishop that's that's teaching us you know how to live well and Mm -hmm. and and how to eat and all these things so what am i saying what i'm saying here is if we are going to be unhealthy then i'm just gonna put it flat on the line for you guys you know that's the only way i'm gonna give it to you we are consciously making a decision to take this wonderful beautiful gift that god has given us we've made a decision to cut it short right we're stepping in the place of yashua the abba the father Mm -hmm. stepping in his place and we're saying i'm going to cut it short and i've told this story before dr bishop and i'll finish right here and i'll let dr bishop finish um i was pastoring a a a family and this 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 lady just as sweet as she could be uh ariel Mm-hmm. And, and as a pastor, unfortunately, you know, I'm there when a lot of people have gone home and crossed over. I've been there with them. And I remember visiting this sister and a, a daughter getting on her about what she was eating. She, I'm going to eat my collard greens and I'm going to have the fat back in it and I'm going to have this and I'm going to have that. And she fussed with them and fought with them. And I was one of the last faces that she saw. And what she told me was, Pastor Butler, I wish I had one more day. But I had to step back within myself and remember all the times I visited where a daughter tried to get her to eat right. Mm -hmm. Daughter tried to share with her, Mama, you got high blood pressure, you shouldn't be eating that. Mama, you got sugar, you got diabetes, you should. No, I'm going, you got to die of something. But on Mm -hmm. her deathbed, and I want you all to hear this, we can say that. But she had made that connotation, but the reality was when it came time to pay, she wasn't ready. We've got to change how we're living if we're going to live one more precious day. And Dr. Bishop, you have one more, one or two more keys you need to finish with us. We got about five more minutes. Would you go on and give us those those other keys? Oh, absolutely. So your occupational wellness, you know, if you're as blessed as Dr. Butler, Ariel, or myself to be able to do something that lights your life up, all of those things bring you wellness in terms of your vocational, your hobby, or your occupation. And then finally, your financial wellness. You know, a lot of us would like to be as rich as Beyonce or Jay-Z or Warren Buffett or, uh, you know, Zuckerberg and all of them. But, you know, there's research out there that shows once you've reached a certain dollar amount, it doesn't really guarantee happiness. That's right. So if what we're striving for 
economically or financially is what does it take for us to live our best version of our life? But then think about going back to what Ariel said earlier in terms of your why with your health, you know, why do you want to earn or have a certain amount of income? It should be so that someone else's right. life is better because they That's crossed right. our path. Because at the end of the day, we can't take this with us. None of it. And it's right. about how can we make this world a better place than what we found. And I also, um, as we're closing, I want to thank Ariel for also sharing about intermittent fasting. Um, I did intermittent fasting. It was life-changing. Absolutely. It seemed like I gained more time in the course of my day when I was doing right? it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not cooking and preparing all this right. stuff. Um, what I had found with some people who were doing it unsuccessfully, they looked at that time block that they were eating. If they were eating like how Ariel had proposed, life would have been transformed. But instead, they looked at that time frame as a time to go and eat everything that they wanted from fast food and get the Krispy Kreme. And so it was counterintuitive. And then also to the point of the benefit of living your best life now in a healthy way and getting as plant-based as possible. Does your audience know that many of the animals who are the biggest in our animal kingdom are plant-based animals? That's right. Horses uh -huh. don't wow. eat meat. Rhinoceros <laughs> don't eat meat. Gorillas are vegetarian. So when you hear of individuals who might be in the athletic realm, oh, I got to eat my meat and potatoes. I need my muscle. The biggest animals in the animal kingdom, wow. Never well, not about that. lions, of course, mm -hmm. but some of the larger animals are plant eaters. So we need to look at how we can combine those plants and legumes and right. nuts to get the proteins that we want. And, and Dr. Butler or Ariel, please, please share for me in the audience what is her Facebook page because I want to follow her with this cooking as well. <laughs> Go ahead, Ariel. <laughs> awesome. You can follow me at uh, Ariel Marin on Facebook, A-R-I-E-L-M-A-R-I-N. I have a few pages. I have Ariel Marin Music and my website is exactly the same on arielmarinmusic.com. So you can follow me on all platforms. You can find my cooking shows. They're called Colorful Cooking with Ariel. So if you look that up on YouTube or Facebook, you will find it. And um, you can find my music on all platforms as well. And I just wanted to tag that. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm keeping you. I am so <laughs> keeping you. We gotta keep in touch. Um, Definitely. But I want you to, I want you to think that every time you eat, you're either eating yourself to life or you're eating yourself to death. Wow. It's, it's that powerful, big powerful. of a decision. That's right. So are you putting yeah, life like into your mouth? Are you putting life into your life? Or are you just literally choosing death each time you, you put that fork or that spoon to your lips? So you want to think about that. Really think about it. Not to say you can't ever eat a piece of cake, because exactly. I sure did a couple of days ago. Right, but right. you want to do it in such moderation that That's it's right. a gift right. when you put it in, not a, not the norm. So health is not a even gift. half of the cake in, in one sitting. <laughs> oh no, I can't even eat. After about two teaspoons, I'm I like, you know, enough of that. Well, your 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 your, um, your body changes. Uh, it does. You know, your stomach shrinks, you can't eat. Yeah, exactly, bad. exactly. Naturally. And, and Naturally. Dr. Bishop, how, how can people get in contact with you? And again, um, <clears throat> let me clear my throat so I can say this. I'm waiting on my invitation whenever it is. But anyway, <laughs> how can people get in contact with you, my friend? 
Oh my goodness. Okay. So, um, I can be reached uh, my company is called boots to breakthrough. And so I can be reached at www.boots to breakthrough.com. Um, or you can see my health and wellness posts that I do on, uh, Janae Bishop on Facebook, um, Dr. Janae Bishop on Instagram and on LinkedIn as well. And, and so I look forward, my mission is to be able to continue serving people in realizing that it's never too late to recreate your life and make the rest of your life the best of your life. Yes. Say that. Ladies, thank you all so much for being here with us. This has been such a pleasure. And uh, we, we, you know, we, we know we're going to get you back, you guys back. So in, in one form or another, either Dr. Bishop is going to come back with a, a new book or Ariel's going to come back with, uh, with a new single. Uh, but we, we definitely have to get the panel back together as well. So thank you all so Absolutely. much. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Blessings to everyone. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, dear hearts, as, as Dr. Bishop and, and Ariel Marin have shared with us um, their vein, it, it, it's all the same. We want to be and live the best life we have. There's no way possible mm-hmm. that we can live the best life when we every morning get up and have to take a cauldron or uh, just a host of pills in order to survive. There's no way possible we, we have we can live our best lives when our digestive systems are not um, moving properly. We, we can't live our best lives when we're concerned about cancer and, and, and being on dialysis and all of these things. A lot of it has come back. I'm coming back to this. has to deal with what we eat. Keep in mind, dear hearts, processed food, your body was never made to break down processed food. Those are chemicals and your body is not a test tube. If it's not natural, your body was it wasn't made for your body. And so we're going to live the, the moments of grace family guys. I'm making a proclamation in 2021. We're not going to allow the pestilence of COVID to enter our home. But at the same time, we're going to live a better life in our homes. We're going to love more. We're going to have uh, total wellness within our thinking, within our spirit, within our heart. And we're going to eat better and we're going to get healthier. What I'd like for you all to do as you start taking some of this journey, because we're going to have more of these shows as you're losing weight or feeling better. Why don't you start sending us some pictures? And I'd love to share those pictures with Ariel and also Dr. Bishop and let them know that you listen to this show or you listen to Moments of Grace and something sparked in you. I'm telling y'all right now, I'm going to get that beach body I had when I was in my 25s. (laughs) (laughs) And these ladies have sparked me to get it done. And my wife is helping as well. So with that said, whether you have the beach body or not, please just live well, love well, and remember, love God, love life. Keep the light on and keep, keep yourselves together and in love with one another. And we'll see you next time on Moments of Grace. Take care.